Hi everyone, this is Brother Gary with Hands Across the Border Bible Study, and we're back in Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 9. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you can follow our podcasts, and if you have a question or a comment, hit that message button and let us know, and we'll be glad to answer your questions with the, with the Bible, and uh, it should be a blessing to you. But we're in Philippians chapter 4, verse number 9. And the Bible says this, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you. And so here we have the Apostle Paul and again he's talking to those in Philippi and uh, he's setting the right example. That's what we're talking about today is setting the right example. And uh, he tells them, look, the things that you've learned from me, uh, the things that you've received from me, the thir- things that you've heard, uh, the things that you've seen, uh, you know, do those things and uh, the God of peace will be with you. So let's kind of look through those words that he's just throwing out there and just kind of uh, apply them to our own life. See if uh, we can be that kind of example that Paul is saying to those at Philippi. And so the very first thing he says, these things which ye have both learned and so learned. And uh, that means to increase one's knowledge, be informed, to learn by use of practice. And so uh, in helping others in their practical knowledge of the Word of God, that's the key there. If, if we were to take just ourselves, just look at yourself in a mirror right now and ask yourself this, all right, how am I helping others in their practical knowledge of the Word of God? Can you answer that question honestly? Are you helping anybody? Can you be that example? He also says receive, to take to, to join oneself, to receive something transmitted. And so received, are we uh, applying God's word to our lives? So there's two things. You can see this is going to build. So the learned, so we're helping others in their practical knowledge of the word of God and then received we're applying God's word to our lives. Okay, now we're looking at portions of scripture. We're seeing the practical application of it, and uh, we're applying it to our lives. And then he said, heard. And that means to attend to, consider what is or has been said. And so he really meditated on and rolled over in his mind what had been said and taught. So here's the thing. When you hear the word of God taught or preached, you just kind of blow it off, oh, that was exciting and that was entertaining? Or do you kind of roll it over in your mind, think about it? You know, just, just be quiet, be still, and let the Lord begin to work in your heart. That's what he's saying. And then seen, to pay attention, to observe. And so uh, seen being conscious of our behavior and being an example before others. Do you see how this is working? And then he says, do. And uh, he's talking about the the uh, to practice to busy to be busy with, and so are we practicing or being busy with what we have learned? So it's just building and building and building. So we're we're trying to set the right example. Here, here's the thing with you and I: we don't want to be a bad example; we want to be a good example. And the Apostle Paul, this is why he could say, "Follow me as I follow Christ." And so. Here's the key to that. Here's what we have to be honest about. Look at ourselves and ask God to help us with this. So uh, what you've learned, all right? Follow my example, what you learned. And so are we helping others 
and their practical knowledge of the Word of God? And then, are we applying God's Word to our lives? And are we meditating and rolling over in our mind what has been said and taught? Can we be an example of that to others? And then, are we conscious are we, are we conscious of our behavior and being an example before others? Now listen, if you're like me, I'm not always having a great day. I don't always feel like, you know, being uh, a nice person or whatever because I'm having a rough day, right? But here's the thing we have to be conscious of. Are you truly born again? Are you truly a child of God? I am. Are you? And if we are, we want to be an example before others. And so we need to think less of self and think more of others. And then he says this, do, do this, practice this. And so we need to be practicing or busy with what we have learned. You see, we want to grow in grace. We want to be more like Christ. That's the goal for you and I. And so we need to learn the practical knowledge of the Word of God, then we need to apply the Word of God to our lives, then we need to meditate and roll it over in our minds and think about what's been said and taught, and then we need to to be conscious of our behavior and our example before others. And we need to be busy practicing what we've learned, right? So we're conscious, constantly, sorry about that, constantly growing in the Lord. And so ask yourself this. What kind of an example are you? Think about that. What kind of an example are you in helping others in their practical knowledge of the Word of God and helping others apply God's Word to their lives and then helping others to learn how to meditate on and roll over in their mind what's been said and taught and then setting the right example of and your behavior before others and then being busy about practicing what you've learned what kind of an example are you pray and ask god to help you to be that right example may the lord bless you Hi everyone, this is Brother Gary with Hands Across the Border Bible Study. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button there so you can follow our podcasts. And if you have any questions or comments, hit the message button there and uh, we'll be glad to answer them from the Bible the best that we can. We're in Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 10. And this is actually going to go all the way through verse 14. So uh, we'll be covering a verse or two a day or every podcast and uh, just stay with us. But we're in verse number 10 and uh, we've been walking through the book of Philippians. And remember this, in verse number 8, Paul was talking about having the right mindset. And uh, then he was talking about being the right example And then he writes here in verse number 10, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. 
And so what he is referring to here was the financial support brought by Ephroditus back in Philippians 2.25. Paul didn't want to imply that the Philippians didn't care before, only that before they lacked opportunity. Uh, So what we see here is trying to be a blessing to others. Remember the Apostle Paul, he's there on his missionary journey. He's there planting churches. He's checking up on these local churches. And right here, he's sitting in jail, remember? And he's writing a letter to the church at Philippi there, and he's helping them to remember, listen, we have a lot to rejoice in. We can rejoice in the Lord. And so he's sitting there, and, and picture this. He says this as he's sitting in jail. He said, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. And that word rejoice there, he's using it as full of cheer. He's full of cheer. Can you imagine sitting in jail being full of cheer? I sure can. But you know what? It's possible. Why? Because of the Lord. He wasn't rejoicing in that he was in jail. He wasn't rejoicing in that he had problems or trials. He was rejoicing and full of cheer in the Lord, and not just a little bit, but greatly. And so he was having a hallelujah breakdown there, remembering what a blessing this church was to him and his ministry. And so the key is that I want you to look at today is this, is rejoicing in the Lord. Listen, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are today, whether you're having a good or bad day, whether people like you, don't like you, whether you're on the mountaintop or down in the valley, we can have great rejoicing. We can be full of cheer. How? In the Lord, because the Lord is always good, isn't he? The Lord is always right. The Lord is always good. And so we can rejoice this morning because the Lord is good to you and I. But not only that, the Lord brings along folks to be a blessing to you and I. And you know what? You could be a blessing to someone in a ministry today. And so he says, I am rejoicing. I am full of cheer in the Lord greatly. Why? That now at the last your care of me hath flourished. Your care. And so that word flourished, he's using it in such as it sprout again to revive. And so he's saying your care, your understanding, your your you're looking out for me. You understand what I'm going through. You understand the trials. And yet you you have revived this wanting to be a blessing to me. And it is causing great joy even as I sit in jail, he's saying. And so he says lastly here, uh, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. And so he said, listen, you helped me before. And you wanted to help me again. That word careful there, he's looking at it for being watchful. He said, you wanted to do that, but you lacked opportunity. You see, these folks at Philippi were constantly looking around, seeing how they could be a blessing in the work of the ministry. I want you to think that that word careful means watchful. And you and I, as a child of God, are we always looking around on how we can be a blessing. You see, our world has changed so much that we're all just looking at ourselves. And I deserve this, or I deserve that. And 
why would God allow this to happen to me and all of this? And if anybody had a reason to complain and to murmur and to be bitter, be the Apostle Paul right here, wouldn't it? Because he's sitting in jail. But he's talking about how he's so full of cheer and because of these people there in Philippi. You see, you and I have an opportunity today to look around, to see how God can use you and I to be a blessing to someone else. I want you to do that today. Would you look around and say, where can I be a blessing to someone else that they may rejoice in the Lord? Here the Apostle Paul, he, he, he's, he's in jail, but he's doing the work of the Lord. Maybe find somebody who's in the work of the Lord and help them out. Whatever it is, are you being selfish or are you just lacking opportunity? I want you to take a look around and ask God to help you be a blessing to someone else. Would you do that today? May the Lord bless you. Hi everyone, this is Brother Gary with Hands Across the Border Bible Study. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button there so you can follow our podcasts. And if you have any questions or comments, hit the message button there and uh, we'll be glad to answer them from the Bible the best that we can. We're in Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 10, and this is actually going to go all the way through verse 14. So uh, we'll be covering a verse or two a day or every podcast, and uh, just stay with us. But we're in verse number 10, and uh, we've been walking through the book of Philippians. And remember this, in verse number 8, Paul was talking about having the right mindset, and uh, then he was talking about being the right example. And then he writes here in verse number 10, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. And so what he is referring to here was the financial support brought by Ephroditus back in Philippians 2.25. Uh, Paul didn't want to imply that the Philippians didn't care before, only that before they lacked opportunity. Uh, so what we see here is trying to be a blessing to others. Remember the Apostle Paul, he's there on his missionary journey. He's there planting churches. He's checking up on these local churches. And right here, he's sitting in jail, remember? And he's writing a letter to the church at Philippi there, and he's helping them to remember, listen, we have a lot to rejoice in. We can rejoice in the Lord. And so he's sitting there, and, and picture this. He says this as he's sitting in jail. He said, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. And that word rejoice there, he's using it as full of cheer. He's full of cheer. Can you imagine sitting in jail being full of cheer? I sure can. But you know what? It's possible. Why? Because of the Lord. He wasn't rejoicing in that he was in jail. He wasn't rejoicing in that he had problems or trials. He was rejoicing and full of cheer in the Lord, and not just a little bit, but greatly. And so he was having a hallelujah breakdown there, remembering what a blessing this church was to him and his ministry. And so the key is that I want you to look at today is this, is rejoicing in the Lord. Listen, it doesn't matter what your circumstances are today, whether you're having a good or bad day, whether people like you, don't like you, whether you're on the mountaintop or down in the valley, we can have great 
rejoicing. We can be full of cheer. How? In the Lord, because the Lord is always good, isn't he? The Lord is always right. The Lord is always good. And so we can rejoice this morning because the Lord is good to you and I. But not only that, the Lord brings along folks to be a blessing to you and I. And you know what? You could be a blessing to someone in a ministry today. And so he says, I am rejoicing. I am full of cheer in the Lord greatly. Why? That now at the last your care of me hath flourished. Your care. And so that word flourished, he's using it in such as it sprout again to revive. And so he's saying your care, your understanding, your your you're looking out for me. You understand what I'm going through. You understand the trials. And yet you you have revived this wanting to be a blessing to me. And it is causing great joy even as I sit in jail, he's saying. And so he says lastly here, uh, wherein ye were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. And so he said, listen, you helped me before. And you wanted to help me again. That word careful there, he's looking at it for being watchful. He said, you wanted to do that, but you lacked opportunity. You see, these folks at Philippi were constantly looking around, seeing how they could be a blessing in the work of the ministry. I want you to think that that word careful means watchful. And you and I, as a child of God, are we always looking around on how we can be a blessing. You see, our world has changed so much that we're all just looking at ourselves. And I deserve this, or I deserve that, and why would God allow this to happen to me, and all of this. And if anybody had a reason to complain and to murmur and to be bitter, be the Apostle Paul right here, wouldn't it? Because he's sitting in jail. But he's talking about how he's so full of cheer and because of these people there in Philippi. You see, you and I have an opportunity today to look around, to see how God can use you and I to be a blessing to someone else. I want you to do that today. Would you look around and say, where can I be a blessing to someone else that they may rejoice in the Lord? Here the Apostle Paul, he, he he's... He's in jail, but he's doing the work of the Lord. Maybe find somebody who's in the work of the Lord and help them out. Whatever it is, are you being selfish or are you just lacking opportunity? I want you to take a look around and ask God to help you be a blessing to someone else. Would you do that today? May the Lord bless you.